Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who's ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be. Stop making excuses and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, I wanted to share my thoughts on the evolution of tribal circuitry. The tribal circuitry in the human design system is currently undergoing a mutation. This is based on a couple factors. One is that there is a shift that's occurring in global cycles. In 2027, we're going to shift from the global cycle being in the cross of planning, which is deeply connected to tribal circuitry via the 3740 channel of community. We're going to be shifting from the cross of planning to the cross of the sleeping phoenix. And the cross of the sleeping phoenix is deeply individual. And this mutation is being brought about by the 55th gate, the 55th gene key. And the 55th is part of the individual circuit. Because of this shift in global cycles from the cross of planning that's rooted in the tribe to the cross of the sleeping phoenix, which is deeply individual, comes this language of the tribe is dead. If you've been in the human design space, you've probably heard this phrase before, that the tribe is dead or the tribe is dying. After 2027, the tribe is going to no longer be there. And I think that this is really a distortion and doesn't seem to encompass the full vision of the evolution that's occurring. I'm someone who has two tribal circuits in my design. I have the 5432 channel of transformation and the 2644 channel of surrender. My conscious son is in 54.6. So I feel deeply connected to this higher vision of the tribe, this higher potential that has yet to be expressed fully in the world. The tribal circuitry is the infrastructure of support that protects the community. The main keynote of the tribal circuit is support, and support is about having At our current collective level of frequency, what has been expressed has been the shadow of the tribe. If we look at the shadow expression of the gene keys for these gates in the tribe, we can see how this is predominantly what we're experiencing as a collective. The tribal circuitry's focus is on the heart or ego center because it's through this center that it's able to address the demands of the material world that are needed for the tribe to thrive. 
The ego center represents the communal heart rather than the individual heart. We have yet to really witness the true power of the tribal circuitry because the frequency of the heart center and how it's being expressed, which is what the tribal circuitry is rooted in, is undergoing a healing process. The heart and ego center is related to willpower. It's connected to integrity. It's related to our sense of worthiness and value. Our relationship with our worth and value is undergoing a transformation. As we begin to heal the wounds of unworthiness that really has led to this lower expression of the tribal circuitry that's rooted in fear, lack, and scarcity. As these wounds are transmuted, are transformed, we will see the higher evolution, the higher purpose of the tribal circuitry start to be revealed. The tribal circuitry is made up of the following channels, the 4521, which is known as the money line, the 3740 channel of community, the 2644 channel of surrender, the 596 channel of mating, the 2750 channel of preservation, the 5432 channel of transformation, and the 1949 channel of synthesis. The evolution that's occurring in the tribal circuitry is happening in a few different places. The 49th gene key or the 49th gate is part of the same codon ring as the 55th gene key. The 55th gene key is what is responsible for the entire mutation of the emotional solar plexus and the mutation of our awareness. We're moving from an awareness that's rooted in the mind, rooted in the Ajna center, into an awareness that will be rooted in the emotional solar plexus. The 55th is triggering this mutation. The 49th is a part of the codon ring of the whirlwind. In this codon ring are the 49th and the 55th gene keys. They code for the amino acid histidine. And it's through this codon group that this mutative process for humanity is occurring that's bringing drastic changes to all levels of society. Together, these gene keys create the rebirth of freedom or the freedom of rebirth. An interesting thing about this amino acid of histidine is that it's released during orgasm. So as this codon ring moves throughout the collective, it will be like a collective orgasm, a spiraling force of consciousness that will ripple through the body of humanity, taking us to higher and higher levels of unity and ecstasy. Another place that we see this mutation occurring is in the 59th. The 59th is the programming partner to the 55th. So the 59th is part of the cross of the sleeping phoenix. It's part of this global cycle that we will be entering into. So even though the cross of the sleeping phoenix is deeply individual because of its connection with the 55th, it also has this tribal element that's coming from the 59th. And the 59th is part of the codon ring of union. The codon ring of union is made up of the 4th, the 7th, the 29th, and the 59th gene keys. 
These four gene keys code for the amino acid valine, and the ring of union is directly responsible for a huge shift in the way we relate to one another, particularly through our sexuality and gender. And it's setting the stage for a complete new phenomenon to be seated in humanity, which is collective leadership. The seventh is all about this collective leadership. And it's through the higher frequencies of the 59th and the 29th and the 4th that we will be coming in to this collective leadership. The higher frequencies of the 59th and the 29th and the 4th are transparency, devotion, and forgiveness. As these cities start to blossom in humanity, we will start to see the seeds of a new way being born, being brought into the world. If you just look at the shadow frequency, the shadow expression of these gates within the tribal circuitry, I think it's really clear that this is the frequency of the collective. And what I believe to be true is that the reason why we're seeing these collective shadow frequencies As a collective, we're seeing that this is the frequency that's being expressed is because we still have work to do to heal on an individual level. This is what I believe it means when we say we are moving into the age of the individual is that we are going to have to really take this upon ourselves as individuals to do this work, to transmute the shadow frequencies, to do this healing, this karmic healing, this karmic cleansing of cleansing our fractal line so that we can really see a mutation then spread to the tribe and to the collective. The mutation has to first occur in the individual. We see this through the individual circuitry. The format channel for the individual circuit is the 360 channel, the channel of mutation. Mutation starts in the individual and it occurs in pulses. As we start to individually go through this mutation, we start to transform these shadow patterns on an individual level. We will start to see that ripple out into the tribe, into the collective. I think one of the things that hasn't been working that we've been doing as a collective is that we've been focusing on trying to change things from a top-down approach. How can we change our political systems, our education systems, our financial systems? So we're looking from the top down. But what really needs to occur is we need to have a transformation from the bottom up. We need to get to the root. Instead of just staying on the surface and making superficial changes, we have to get to the root of what's really going on. When we get to the root and we heal these patterns, this is when we'll actually start to see the changes in these systems. But these systems can't change if the individuals who are in charge of running and maintaining and leading these systems, if those individuals haven't transformed themselves, we will never see a change. I believe this is why it doesn't really matter what political party the president comes from. There's always issues in the leadership. 
because we have not transformed at the individual level. When we start to shift at the individual level, we will start to elect different leaders. We will start to no longer fall into this shadow of division. This is the seventh shadow where we see that we are just divided and we don't actually pick leaders that are in a higher frequency because as a collective, we're still at the shadow. But again, as this begins to shift, we'll start to see these changes ripple out into every aspect of society. Did you know that there are several placements on your natal chart that you won't find on a normal human design chart? These can be what I call hidden gates because they may not be actually defined in your design, but will still have a massive impact on your life. One of these placements is your ascendant or rising sign. Your rising sign represents which astrological sign was on the horizon at the time of your birth and determines the entire layout of the house system in your natal chart. It marks the beginning of your first house. Embodying this aspect of your chart gives you deeper insight into the mask that you wear for the world, how others see you, and how you see the world. This is your social personality and outward style. Join myself and 1-3 Splenic Projector Gina from Liberation by Design on April 26th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern for the many faces of your rising sign. This 90-minute experience will be broken up into two parts, teaching and integration and application. I will be sharing a transmission, a teaching about the rising sign through the lens of astrology, gene keys, and human design. You'll then have the opportunity to be guided and receive personalized and custom support from Gina so you can understand how it applies to you and begin to integrate this aspect of your chart into your life right away. Space is limited in order to give everyone personalized support, and half of the spots have already been claimed. Witness the power of a generator, myself, and projector, Gina, in collaboration. Go to the link in the show notes now to save your spot. Let's look at the shadow expression of the gates in the tribal circuitry. In 59, we have the shadow of dishonesty. This can be being dishonest with ourselves, being dishonest with others. It's really about trying to keep an aspect of ourselves hidden. The sixth shadow is conflict. This can be conflict in relationships. This can be emotional conflict that's created through our relationships. 37, the shadow is weakness. And weakness is really an imbalance of masculine or feminine energy the masculine and feminine poles within each of us. We each have a balance of those energies. And anytime that that's out of balance, we find ourselves in the 37th shadow of weakness. The 40th shadow is exhaustion. The 37th and the the 40th, they're programming partners. So when we find ourselves out of balance with these energies, it can lead to exhaustion. The 21st shadow is control, and control is really rooted in our fear of inadequacy. 
Inadequacy is the 48th shadow, and the 48th is the programming partner to the 21st. We can have this fear of being inadequate, of not having adequate resources, of not having the knowledge or skills that are necessary to survive. And this is what can lead to control, and control is what creates hierarchies. The 45th shadow is dominance. And this is also rooted in hierarchical structures, where we believe that in order for us to survive, we have to dominate others. We have to push others down. The 26th shadow is pride. This can be very manipulative energy that can use its willpower to to accomplish its goal, to get what it desires without any consideration for others. The 44th shadow is interference. The 44th is deeply connected to fractal memory and to fractal relationships. Interference patterns that are transferred through your DNA have to be resolved in order for a fractal to be cleaned. We have the repressive nature of distrustful and the reactive nature of misjudging. This shadow of interference is deeply connected to who we attract into our lives, our fractal line, and the interference patterns can really either create this being distrustful or misjudging who is really aligned to be in our life, who's a part of our fractal line. The 32nd shadow is failure. This can be the fear of failure, and this can lead to the 54th shadow of greed. I have both of these, the 32nd, and I actually have the 26th, the 44, the 32, and the 54. The 26 is in my human design. The 44 is my attraction in the gene keys, so that's my unconscious moon. It's also my unconscious north node. And 32 is my unconscious sun, so my radiance in the gene keys, and 54 is my life's work, my conscious sun. So I know these shadows very intimately, and for me, what I've seen is that my fear of failure, my fear of death is what really leads me to seek externally, to seek to accumulate things. You know, that's what greed is. It's just this like hunger for more. And at the shadow, it can just be this hunger to accumulate things because it's searching for safety. It's searching for security. And it believes that that is found externally. The 19th shadow is codependence. I think we all know what codependence is. (laughs) The 49th shadow is reaction. Reaction is really what can cause drama in our relationships. You know, we react to our emotional triggers. We're reacting to our environment rather than responding, rather than allowing ourselves to be the witness of these emotions. I also have the 49th. The 49th is my pearl, my conscious Jupiter. I really see reaction as this inability to sit with our emotions. Instead, we just react to them. And what has been really helpful for me is this concept of putting my emotions on the porch. 
And this is giving space for my emotions. Having an emotional porch is where when I'm feeling these emotions, especially in relationships that can cause reaction and cause turbulence, can cause drama in relationships, I allow myself to sit with the emotions instead of reacting to them and to hold space for that. And in that time, the emotions are alchemized, are transformed. And if something really truly needs to be expressed, it can be expressed from a neutral place rather than a place of reaction. The 27th shadow is selfishness. And selfishness can show up as being self-centered or self-sacrificing. I think often for many of us, I think especially for women, we can be in that shadow of self-sacrificing where we are filling up others' cups before we fill our own. The 50th shadow is corruption. And we can see corruption in our political systems, in business, in so many aspects of life and in so many aspects of society. And corruption can also be the way that we take in messages. It talks about in the 50th, the shadow of corruption, like the data that's being taken in is corrupted. So again, we have dishonesty, conflict, weakness, exhaustion, control, dominance, pride, interference, failure, greed, codependence, reaction, selfishness, and corruption. This is primarily what we have been experiencing as a collective from this tribal circuitry. But this is changing. It is currently evolving and mutating. The higher expressions of the gates within the tribal circuitry are transparency in the 59th, peace from the 6th, 37 is tenderness, 40 is divine will, Valor in the 21st, communion from the 45th, invisibility in the 26th. I want to talk a little bit about invisibility because this is often one that can be difficult for people to understand when they hear that city of invisibility. Invisibility is really about being an invisible force for good. If you remember at the shadow, it's pride. Pride can often be, you know, wanting that recognition for what we do. And that's not something that is bad. But at the highest level of frequency, we're no longer seeking for external recognition or validation because we know that we're always being seen by the divine. So we can be this invisible force for good. The 44th city is synarchy. And I also wanted to explain this word as well, because it's not a word that many people might be familiar with. Synarchy is about collective rulership. It's a self-organizing principle that unifies, that brings together those who are a part of our fractal line. The 32nd city is veneration. The 54th is ascension. The 19th is sacrifice. And this is about sacrificing our lower nature for something greater. The 49th is rebirth. And the 49th is, again, part of the driving force of the evolution that's occurring in the tribal circuitry. So we're literally going to see a rebirth. 
In a future episode, I'm going to talk more about the mutation of the emotional solar plexus that's occurring. One of the things that we're seeing in this mutation is that there's going to be a split in the 1949 channel. And this split is literally going to create a new flow within the body graph, a new circuitry. So there's literally going to be an evolution, a mutation that's occurring here, a rebirth. The 27th city is selflessness. And the 50th city is harmony. When you look at the highest expression of the tribe, of these gates within the tribal circuitry, we can see what the true potential of the tribe is, what the highest potential of the tribe is. And this is to provide for the collective in a sustainable and open-hearted way that is in service to the whole. Because the tribal circuitry is rooted in the heart center, the heart center is also going through an evolution. The higher purpose of the heart center is to align us with sustainability, community, truth, and value. The highest expression of the heart center is to be in service of the we rather than to the me. The true purpose of the tribe is for the personal self to be in service to others. The wealth we create through the heart center isn't just for personal gain and to enhance our own personal status or to reinforce hierarchical structures. Wealth is designed to be shared in an equitable and sustainable way. This is the true meaning of prosperity. As this evolution and healing occurs in the heart center, we will be moving into an era where our sense of personal value will be rooted in how much we share rather than how much we have. As we begin to heal our relationship to our own self-worth and begin to shift from seeing our value rooted in how much we do, what we accomplish, how much we have, the accumulation of things, and start to calibrate the perception of our own value that's rooted in the energy of our own enoughness. This is how we begin to manifest enoughness into the world. We begin to create sustainably. The more valuable we perceive ourselves, the more value we're willing to create for ourselves. And the more we create for ourselves, the more we'll have to share with others. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and would love to hear how it resonates with you. Send me a message on Instagram, connect with me there, join my community embodiment by design so we can go deeper into this conversation. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Aloha. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else. So the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes which helps get the podcast heard by more people. 
I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.